after weeks, nay, months, nay, years of speculation, today we finally reveal who the new Monday co-host is. Hey, Jay. How's it going? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's so long since I've heard your voice. It's been weeks, nay, months, Dude, nay, man, years. It, it has been hours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. what's up, dude? How, how you been? I missed you. I missed yeah. you and the cats. All you got to do is tune into YouTube, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm never more than a click away. Um, yeah, man, dude, it's so good. It's so good that you're able to settle in and do your thing. And now you're back a mere week point two later. Yeah. Great, man. I'm excited to be back. Let's do this. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and bring it to you live right here on YouTube at 6 p.m. Eastern every single one of those days that I just mentioned. We also bring it to Spotify and podcast services of your choice, not nearly as live as we're doing right now. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this gentleman over here, returning at long last, is AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Man, what a crazy week it was for me last week. Um, I missed you guys dearly. But I'm excited to announce that I, yes, me, will be taking over the Monday permanent slot on PSVR Games Cast Live. And uh, yeah, man, couldn't be happier. It's uh, I, I wish I could do it more often, uh, but uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, might make other appearances here and there when the schedule... Uh, opens up but uh yeah wouldn't have it any other way man good to be back with my familia man alex gonna be so sad <laughs> <laughs> alec did a great job man and shout out to you know alec and uh and wes and miles dire uh thank you guys for stepping up and uh and covering man and yeah how was your week last week how was everybody's week last week it was good, man. It was good. Everything's been good over here. Hopefully everyone's been good out there. Guys, just real quick here. Don't forget that if you don't already subscribe to AJ over at PSV Underground, make sure you check out his channel. Subscribe to him. He's going to be bringing all sorts of content while he's not over here. Uh, so don't Dude, worry. Yeah, AJ so here I have, means more AJ there. I have a huge announcement. So I, last week... Uh, I'm a, I'll be make this real brief too because we got a lot of PSVR stuff to talk about. Um, I did a, a major overhaul on my channel. I've got all new equipment um, and I've got an all new stream setup. All new sorts of things. Streams are going to be more interactive. Uh, I've got merch now. I finally did it, Jay. Now you're welcome. I've got beanies uh, and all sorts of stuff. And right now, for this week only, there is zero profit being made on the merch so get it while it's hot streamlabs.com slash psvr underground it looks pretty cool man uh you know you don't have to buy it uh you, you know uh but i did because i was excited and i think it looks really cool um and uh, also probably going to be doing interactive chats every thursday uh night because like i said the schedule just doesn't align for me to get here early enough through the rest of the week uh but yeah 
probably a weekly interactive chats this Thursday. Uh, going to be talking about PC and backwards compatibility. God, and, uh, I, really excited I, for that. I hope your internet connection on those is better than what you've got right now. I don't know what's going on. We just uh, we're getting all we're getting some garbleds garbledsness. Oh, uh, uh, they've been doing a lot of construction uh, in my area lately, so. Yeah, hopefully it holds up. <laughs> Let's hope so. We got a couple tips. Take care. We got Waleed is now a game cat. Specifically a white tiger with the Canadian $2 tip. Says, great to have you back, AJ. PSVR 2 showcase is near. We'll mm. see about that. <laughs> rumor. Rumor. <laughs> yeah, rumor. We also got Kill Artist 1, the Dreamweaver game cat. Says, I am, I'm, I am minutes from landing in Hawaii, cats. $2 tip, man. Enjoy your vacation. And why didn't you take all of us with you? Come on, man. That's silly. Man. You didn't bring enough for I the mean, rest landing, of the class? I mean, landing in Hawaii and and taking the time to tip here on the show, man. What, what do you say? Aloha? Uh, uh, isn't there like a... Yeah, I think it's just aloha, man. Well, shit. Have fun, dude. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's aloha. <laughs> <laughs> All you are, sister says, where are the posters? This different angle is throwing me off. Nine, nine, all it takes is 90 degrees to throw everyone off, man. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's all it is. All right, you got, like you said, man, we do have a ton of PlayStation VR news to take care of. I'm so happy that you're back here, and I'm so happy that all the cats are here hanging out with us, uh, celebrating your triumphant return from the corporate world. Uh, uh, fuck, fuck real work <laughs> i do but we do have uh let's kick things off uh, obviously we're going to talk about uh moss book 2 a little bit since you weren't here last week we're going to talk a little bit about uh that those psvr2 showcase rumors uh some some swordsman news zenith news and of course the big topic of the show will be finally breaking down that gdc uh, unity showcase that we've sort of picked at a little bit but now it's like time to dive right in uh yeah first, we got the full details from gdc uh we got the full presentation even access to it and uh so so yeah there's tons of new psvr2 details that we are going to talk about and share which i'm really excited about but, but first, first Bryce, sorry <laughs> ppo kojima <laughs> over on discord remember you can join us on discord by clicking the link in the description below uh it's solely free to join uh although if you want to get your name on this uh this scroll down below the patreon scroll it's three dollars a month on patreon.com without pro games and that also gives you access to voice chat over on discord hopefully that's not asking too much and for five dollars a month we're trying to give uh some exclusive video content something i've been really terrible at over the years but now i'm really focusing on it uh, so if you're interested patreon.com plus without pro games but pbo kojima over on discord asks a viewer takeover question says let's say just for the fuck of it i don't think he said that uh psvr2 backwards compatibility doesn't happen what would your picks for games be that you must play before psvr2 comes out it's a tricky question man i mean so it kind of depends because we don't know what's going to get remastered. Like if stuff like Astrobot doesn't get a remaster, then I would say Astrobot. Um, but I think the easier answer for me is anything that uses the aim controller. So get you some Farpoint in, get you some Firewall Zero Hour, some Borderlands 2, anything. Because that aim controller is probably not going to be uh, used with the uh, next-gen headset. So... Um, Just not unless they make a name two or something. Hello, tornado. I missed you too. Just and a heads butt. up. It's a tornado. <laughs> it's t tornado turned two today. It's her second birthday. Oh, happy yeah. birthday! Did you make her a cake? Oh, dude, we're 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 having an all day celebration over <laughs> here. Okay, um, so yeah, it's, the real party starts tonight. So so get your get your paws on and come on over. Um, 
Donatello, the Science Game Cat with the $5 tip says, so glad you're back, AJ. Looking good. Like 4K good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you, man. I'd even venture to say 5K good. Uh, dude, <laughs> so so I, I do think after talking to a lot of developers about uh, about backwards compatibility and about uh, about what's happening to their games when the transition happens, uh, most of them are just have they've just got PSVR 2 versions of their games ready. Um, and so to answer PBO Kojima's question, I, I think the for me, the, the correct answer is games that from developers that probably don't exist anymore. Developers that like won't be making a PSVR 2 version of their game because they're gone. They they didn't survive uh, the VR the you know the prim, uh, preliminary uh VR uh you know it's it's just people put a lot of money into some of their games and and they didn't make the money back unfortunately. And uh, one of those for me is Immortal Legacy. Um Ooh, I don't I don't know nice. if the games is gone. Uh, but, but <laughs> I just I messaged them on Twitter, uh, DM them, haven't heard back, uh, and, uh, and they haven't tweeted in over a year. Um, so a little concerned that maybe they don't exist anymore. Uh, but it would be a really be really sad if you jumped into the PSVR two generation and didn't play that one first. It's been on sale for like easily ten bucks or less before, so pick it up. Yeah, Rush of Blood could be if you still have a PS four, you got to play through Rush of Blood all you can while mm -hmm. while you can as well. Uh, because it doesn't work on PS5 properly. I mean, but it I works, think, but it doesn't work I do work think they haven't good. bothered with the PS5 patch because they're making a PSVR 2 version. That's got to be the answer. They've got to be upscaling it and making it work on PSVR 2. Otherwise, I'm like, why wouldn't you let it make it work on PS5? Like, it can't be that much work. I don't know. That's just a guess. I have no idea what the answer is. Probably uh, a little bit harder than just flipping a switch. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's... There's obviously work that goes into it. I, I think Alec um, Alec might have expressed uh, some of those uh, some of those troubles over on Monday show last week. Uh, AJ, since you're here and you weren't since you're here today and you weren't here last week, um, I think we need to backtrack a little bit. Uh, it might be uh, you're such a huge fan of of Quill and Moss and Polyarch, uh, and, uh, and at no point last yeah. week did you get to tell us what you thought of Moss Book Two, which you played last week. I fucking loved it. Oh, my God. I mean, if you like the first game, I, I want to see how many people in the chat bought Moss Book 2. I'm curious to see that. Is everybody waiting for PSVR 2 or, or are you just waiting for it to get cheaper? Because I know it's $40. Let me just say that as a huge fan of this game, yes, the $40 price point was like, oh, you're killing me here. But, man, if let's say I didn't receive a review code or whatever, I would have paid just like how I paid $30 for the first one and and really loved it. And I agree with the people that say, hey, this could be a little cheaper. Sure. I was still really satisfied with this game because at the end of the day, I like, to me, this is a triple A quality VR game. And it's like a masterpiece of a game. And, and the theme, the gameplay, and everything. I mean, they took some elements of Astrobot uh, uh, and, and put it into the thing and improved some of the, the little bit of platforming, some of the boss fights here. Um, and just the production value, the detail, man. I will. I personally am happy to pay more for extra details in the game because I feel like detail makes the game more immersive. And uh, yeah, it looks like most people. Uh, most people look like they waited, um, yeah. but a couple people got the platinum already. A couple people got it, so it looks like most people waited though, which is fine. I I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. Um, unless you just like really want to support the game day one. Um, but yeah, man, I freaking loved the hell out of Moss Book 2. Uh, I thought it did 
everything better than the first. Yeah, yeah, that's a hard like, point to argue with. Uh, as far as the price goes, yeah, I mean, like, it, it felt slightly overpriced to me. The first one felt like it should have been cheaper. The second one felt like it should have been cheaper. I don't know. What are you going to do? Um, Jay with the $5 tip says, are there any games in development that use the new Unreal Engine? What are your thoughts on this engine for PSVR 2? Well, Jay, aren't you lucky? Because I believe if I uh, if I if I was paying attention this morning, and I might not have been, I believe there's a I believe there's an Unreal presentation tomorrow. Uh, so uh, so I don't think too many people know all too much about uh, I mean about Unreal and how it compares to everything that Unity just talked about, and especially like you know the the PSVR two uh, functionality. I mean, seems like it's going to be epic, but I don't think uh, I don't think anybody knows too much yet. <clears throat> Yeah, I want to see the Unreal Engine 5 unleashed and and getting to use VR with that as well. Uh, that's going to be something really, really incredible. I mean, oh, the news just keeps getting better and better uh, about PSVR 2 and what it's going to be capable of. Uh, Bulbous Ruby Red Prolapse, which I, I definitely had to read twice before I read it out loud because I... <laughs> didn't know what we're implying five dollar tip says i got a quest too because i was bored and i'm a little disappointed aside from the obvious improvements 90 percent of the good stuff is already on psvr that's what we're here to tell you man we've been telling you that for years um, yeah <clears throat> it's, a little, it's a little disappointing there are definitely cool things about the quest too uh but the but the game library i don't feel like is one of them personally the game library i think the thing that kills me the most is the lack of like lighting you know, it has better resolution, but it doesn't have better graphics overall. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, like I love lighting and, like I said, details. And, you know, for what it does, it's it's great. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, I still find myself enjoying everything on PSVR way more uh, just for that extra detail. All right, man, let's move into some of these PSVR 2 rumors that have been going around. Uh, obviously, the, one of the big ones was last week when Greg Miller was say, like delaying the filming of, uh, what was it, PS I Love You, because he'd heard multiple PS uh, PlayStation rumors and was a little nervous that he was going to film a show and then, uh, and then have the rumor come to fruition just moments after, which is kind of the case whenever you're doing a podcast. You're guaranteed to have news breaking as soon as you're done. Um, and then... Uh, you know, and so and so, a few people last week were sort of talking about that rumor uh, and uh, and wondering if one of them was PSVR two. Uh, in a conversation with Jeff Grubb, it was confirmed that one of those rumors was PSVR two showcase. Uh, and then just this morning, Rythian, who's a noted leaker, uh, who's been uh, spotty in the past, but way more uh, way more accurate in the last year or so, uh, to his own admission, <laughs> uh, he he also stated that we should be getting a PlayStation VR two showcase. In about two weeks or so, what are your thoughts on this, AJ? Uh, well, my thoughts are it would be freaking hilarious because there's a a, a quest showcase, uh, a meta showcase for gaming coming up. I think it was like April twentieth or something. Mm. Um, so it would be kind of weird. But here's the thing, man. I checked in with some of my peeps, and they haven't heard anything. Now that doesn't mean that this wouldn't be happening or couldn't be happening. It's just when these people say that something is going down, it's going down. They've been right about everything they've told me for the last year, year and a half. Um, so I tend to rely on my own people, but there's, and there's a reason I haven't been going around saying, Oh yeah, because I just, I just don't know. And to me, I could see Sony waiting. Um, especially it just, I don't know the timing just, 
it is time for them to start rolling out PSVR 2 showcases almost at any point, but I just don't know if I feel it just yet. If, if I feel like they're more inclined to wait than they are to rush a showcase out. Um, and that's just, yeah. But I haven't heard anything uh, on my end about it. And I think there's a reason we haven't heard anything on our end. Uh, I've, I've, I've heard rumblings, and, uh, and there's a reason I haven't gone public with it, because... I when I hear rumblings, it's like I want to go. Hey, what, do you know anything? But do you know anything? And what about you? And I just ask. And, and and as AJ said, there's not a lot of people talking about this right now. Um, and so, for me, what it means is that it's not a game showcase. It's 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 not. It's it, we're, they're not they're not reaching out to developers because this could very well be a Mark Cerny talk. This could very well be some different kind of PlayStation VR two hardware demonstration where just like the original reveal on GDC 2014. It is very much a hey, we're 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 blowing the lid off this thing, showing you what it's capable of, showing you tech demos, God of War tech demos, saying like this is what's possible with this thing. Now, I don't think this is the right time for a game showcase because a game showcase would definitely be like the ultimate hype level, like bringing like making everyone go, Jesus, this is it's t- this is incredible. Like this, is, look at all these games, or. They could be focusing on one game. Be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna show you 15, 20 minutes of Horizon Call of the Mountain. Again, you wouldn't need to contact anybody else to, to create a showcase like this. This is very much a, you know, like an like an internal Sony thing that they don't need to contact anyone outside of Sony for. And so this could these could be the, some possible reasons uh, why we haven't heard as much as we normally would have, and also if it's happening. So fingers crossed because we definitely want to see more. I feel like this yeah. is a very good first step for PlayStation VR 2. They've kind of done the, the blog post. They've sort of done a little bit here and there. They did the uh, CES stage thing with uh, Call of the Mountain. Some, maybe something a little bit more lengthy, something a little bit more focused, something a little bit more like, hey, for all the fans out there, for people just dying to hear more, here you go. It's time yeah. for something like that. Yeah, I'm ready for a big showcase. You know, not like, I don't know. What they're doing is probably fine. But you know, I've I've made it clear that I think they've dragged their feet quite a bit when it comes to the marketing of this and um, a lot of their stuff. And I don't know, I I just think they're still going through some changes, some growing pains, and I think they want to show stuff when they feel like it's the right time, when they feel that it's the best time. Um, and I think they're not afraid to wait and feel that out. Yeah, I just uh, like I I just think if you show something big right now, it's like. So everyone's like, oh, oh my God, it's, it's, look at all these games they've got for it. Look at all these games, are, they look amazing. This is like PS5 console quality. Oh, wait, we've got to wait how long? Because they haven't gone public with that yet. Don't forget that if they, once they go, once they say, oh, by the way, it's, it's like February or March of 2023, people are going to go, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that, that's going to take all of the excitement out of the room. That's just going to suck all of, like, any hype that they managed to deliver, fucking gone. So I feel like they can't announce that until later in the year. And it's probably a good time to do the showcase. Say, hey, this thing is coming out in just four, five, six months, right? Then then Q1 2023 doesn't sound so far away. And they show you like what you have to look forward to. Oh, and pre-orders are up now too. You know, that kind of thing. And so again, I think they have to kind of wait because once they announce Q1 2023, people are gonna go, I'm not fucking waiting a year for this thing. I'm gonna buy whatever I'm gonna buy a quest too. I'm gonna buy whatever whatever uh, you know Facebook is gonna deliver later this year. People don't want to wait, and we understand you get that, that. We don't want to wait either. Did you get that PSVR two email? No, I've been I've been blackballed by Sony. Oh, uh, I've I I got the email, 
but it just takes you to the page. I love that you just um, accepted that as truth. I'm like, oh yeah, no, Tony doesn't fucking talk to me. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I I wouldn't be surprised if you're on their blacklist by now. I'm I'm honestly I w- expecting it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. But that so, said, that's I, I just said that as a joke. I mean, that is not true. The at select all. the select people they're gonna choose to show off PSVR two. I mean, why would they show us? I know we've dedicated. Uh, the, our lives to PSVR, but they're gonna go with like some rapper or, or some musical artist or some somebody that would just like they would feel would be like you know they'll they'll go get Channing Tatum to to show the next PSVR two off. Are you trying <laughs> to say I need to get my my rap career off the ground? More. You need to start doing workouts on your chin more. And <laughs> no, um, I don't know, man. But but there's a lot of people trying to make this connection about the emails going out and and about the um, you know the the Play Magazine. Uh, it's their next month issue. They have a limited edition cover on uh, on PSVR two. <sighs> While I understand where these people are coming from when they're saying, oh, this is obviously some delayed thing, and and it totally could be. I'm not saying it's not. Covering every single last, like, crumb that that they've dropped for us, every last uh, piece of evidence that we have, um, I'm like, no, there's no connection to this at all. To these emails going out, to the other stuff, I don't, uh, I feel like, man, you haven't been covering as close as we have because every time we've tried to piece together some evidence it's just like it's like no they it, it just it doesn't mean anything yes this stuff is happening over here but there's also other stuff happening over here and it's just like it's just not like some leading up to anything it seems really it's just all surprise shen miazo in the chat uh says they gotta wait till after the meta event surely uh i th- I, I agree with you and don't call me Shirley. They are really good about going second and just like kind of like being like, you know, they did it with they did it with PlayStation One, they did it with PlayStation Four, uh, and just kind of and just kind of blew everyone away. Like they said, okay, we we you just saw what the competition's doing. Now here's what we're doing, and we guarantee you it's better uh, and way more impressive and more of what you want. Uh, and and uh, I think I think that's. Sony's been really good about that for a long time. And so, so yeah, I do think if it, if we do get some kind of showcase at the end of the month, uh, I, th- I think it's intended to sort of put things in perspective for anyone who was uh, impressed by the Facebook event. Uh, I, th- I think they'll be more impressed by the Sony event. Well, the good news is we'll get probably some stuff we can look forward to at the Quest event. <laughs> oh, I'm totally uh, streaming it. The last time I streamed it, there was like four PlayStation VR games. So definitely it was sick. It. I was with oh, you. Six. There were six PlayStation VR. It was you like more with me. You just got here yesterday. <laughs> That's right. Long time uh, listener, first time caller. Excited to be here. It's craziness. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. We got to move on though, because we got a lot more stuff to talk about. And uh, dude, Swordsman VR getting a pretty massive update next month. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's almost like old news at this point. When you say, "Hey, Swordsman is getting an update," because you're like, "Yeah, well, no fucking shit, man. They've had like 200 updates." But uh, but what is what does this one entail? Well, the uh, finally the long-awaited advanced combat update is coming May 26th, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and they've done a huge overhaul to the mechanics of the game. Uh, Alec was on here last Monday. Obviously, we saw um, and. And he was talking about, he gave us a little bit of tidbits on it. And yeah, 
Uh, now we have a release date, May 26th. Every time they do an update on this game, I have such a blast, and I, I love to see what they do. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm super excited for this update. It's going to just – I think it's going to make the gameplay more immersive, and that's what VR is all about, man. Um, you know, I, I have said before that I think what they've accomplished with this game is already a lot, and, and I think they're building an amazing foundation for the future. Sid Studio in the chat with the 10 Canadian says, AJ – heart hope the new job satisfies buddy good to see you back what up man thank you for covering for me too <laughs> uh yeah man good to see you guys um but yeah man now i want to see some, i'll tell you what i want to see after playing some elden ring in the last couple months or whatever yeah. uh i want to see sin studio make like a souls game using using all this stuff that they've learned the first person to make a souls game on psvr2 is gonna crush it man yeah, and I, I think they're the ones that I like. I mean, that's pretty ambitious. It's pretty ambitious, but uh, but but I like to see it too. We've seen we've seen some big open world games by smaller studios before. We know that Vitruvius is working on a pseudo semi open world game. Uh, it got kind of changed from open. Sorry, Sirens on my end, obviously. Um, they w kind of went from a uh, open world game to a open area game for PSVR two, uh, and then we had Separation, which you know obviously was kind of a, a barren open world, but an awesome puzzle adventure made by one dude so yeah so so just because sin studio is small doesn't mean like this they're not capable of making something much bigger um and uh and i yeah i can't wait to see what they've got next but as far as this is concerned i mean you know, i was watching jamie i play hell uh hell split arena and just watch seeing how the characters move uh so a little more erratically and a little more a little more lifelike a little more physics like so kind of like like hey we're trying to show you how you know wobbly we are um you know so they run at you and they do all sorts of different motions and shit um and and i was and watching him play that i was like this is sort of what swordsman is missing for me um rather than just like boom, 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 the guys appear and then they sort of like meander towards you um i, I really think that this is uh I, I think that this motion capture shit is going to be really really good for the game yeah yeah i'm already super impressed with the physics they do and whatnot and, you know i'll be i'll be honest with you when i uh so right then the same guy that said there's a, a psvr2 showcase in two weeks he said before it was announced he said there were that uh sony had acquired or a uh vr studio in canada now we we found out that that was a different vr studio i mean a different studio um and but when I when he first said that, I was honestly thinking to myself, "Please be Sin Studio, please be Sin Studio," <laughs> because I I think them with with Sony would be amazing, man. Sony buy Sin Studio, uh, they should, and make Souls games. It's a lot, a lot of it's a lot to unpack in everything you just said. Larry Chu with the five dollar <laughs> tip didn't say anything. Thank you very much, Larry Chu. Uh, the other thing that's uh, really interesting about this update is like the the AI. Uh, that's supposed to be able to sort of predict your actions, which, uh, I mean, I, I think it'll make the combat a little bit more interesting for sure. You know, if, uh, if, if they're already sort of blocking something, blocking a, an attack before you've made it, just because, like, I'm, I'm sure the AI is able to kind of read what you've been doing and learn from that. Um, and so, you know, if, 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 it's, it's, if it sees you doing one thing over and over, uh, then apparently... I, I would guess that this would kind of prevent you from being cheap in the game. Um, so, you know, anything that makes it a little bit more realistic, any, anything that makes it a little bit more engaging, I'm totally down for. And uh, But we still got about, a, wow, like a month and a half or so before this comes out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll tuck this in bed for now and, and come back when it's ready. 
Nice. Alberto Mopam El Gato with the 50 Mexican pesos. Says, sup, AJ? I just made that voice up. I don't know if he really talks like that. Sup, AJ? <laughs> Glad to see you. Yo, homie. Uh, Glad to see that at least one co-host got out of Brian's well. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't a well. It was a sex dungeon, which he didn't keep me there for sex. There was a lot of other people in there for that, but um, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. took good care of me, actually. He gave me the VIP in the sex dungeon. <laughs> Most people don't get out of the sex dungeon, so, uh, so congrats on that. I don't, know, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> All right, Survivors man. moving. Let's let's move along. Uh, uh, this is this is a strange story, uh, but but I do uh, but but I I, I am curious where, where we're going to take this. Uh, apparently, the servers for everybody's golf, not VR, because VR doesn't have multiplayer sadly uh are shutting down yeah this is crazy man um you know everybody's golf is formerly known as hot shots golf in america and honestly it's a franchise that i have loved since it came out in the like mid to late 90s um whenever that was i loved the hot shot series mm. um i kind of fell off because obviously vr happened um in the last five years i still bought it i just didn't play it um uh but but yeah, man, uh, there's like some really interesting things going on with this. And to me, I'm kind of saddened by it in a way uh, because I usually feel like that when a game closes down its servers, it's gone. Like Resistance, uh, Killzone, um, typically, historically. So to me, it's kind of like the dream of getting everybody's Golf VR 2 with some... Um, with some multiplayer, the dream might be dead, Brian. It might be dead. According to Gamatsu, Everybody's Golf Online Service will shut down September 30th. Sony Interactive Entertainment will shut down online service for Everybody's Golf on September 30th, the company announced. Reading, reading the headline and going right into the article was a pretty silly way of doing that because I just said the same thing twice. The game will still be playable offline after the servers closed down. Online service for Everybody's Golf will shut down on September 30th, 2022 reads a message on the official game page. They've now said the same thing three times in the first six lines of the article. All online features, including online multiplayer modes, will cease on that date. You'll still be able to play and enjoy the game single player. Uh, we don't need to read any more of this article. I think we get the point that <laughs> servers are shutting down on the 30th of September. <laughs> Just in case anybody missed it the first three times, the single player game will still be playable. Um, to, me, to me, this means very little. Uh, I mean, they wouldn't be shutting it down if it was a super popular game still. Um, uh, everybody's golf has been a favorite of mine too. Uh, so it's a little sad to see that maybe it wasn't nearly as popular as maybe, maybe some of the older games. Uh, maybe people didn't recognize the everybody's golf title because they were so used to hot shots golf, golf over the years, right. you know, since PS one. Uh, and so, uh, but, but to me, man, it's like, uh, to, to me, this, this doesn't mean anything as far as I'm concerned about VR. Um, it just means that maybe that game wasn't terribly popular. Um, I think they're aware that the, that their VR version would have sold better if they had a multiplayer mode. I think every single review yeah. of the game that was their number one complaint be like, I would have fucking loved to play this with friends. Like, why the hell can't it's the first golf game uh, in the history of forever, uh, with the exception of possibly like, I don't know, some Game Boy game, I guess that like it doesn't have multiplayer like golf is way more fun with friends even you know we play, play multiplayer on a yeah. on walkabout mini golf on quest like every other day um, exactly and that's the thing walkabout mini golf has had huge success and i think i think they were close with this one i think with with everybody's golf vr 
the the problem is when they added the social element to it rather than doing multiplayer they tried to give you some uh relationship with the caddies thing what what is that F pictures of you uh what is oh, that game focus called? on you focus on you yeah. where where they have this like let's let's make a relationship where you can't even uh get really relationshipy <laughs> it, sh it should have it looks, if, they, if they really wanted to do that nonsense then they should have they should have just made another mode in the game be like oh hey here's your the relationship side of this you know we, we made a dating sim out of the caddies it's like first of all i wasn't attracted to any of the caddies yeah. i don't want i don't want anything to do with this uh but like yeah when you're just in the middle of like playing a game you're trying to relax on a sunday and then like next thing you know you're like sitting on a park bench like being fed chocolates or are you feeding her chocolates i forget um it's just it's so awkward it's like you you've ruined it's so weird your golf game by by making us date the caddies i'm like they're my caddies like i don't want to date them i want them to carry my clubs I, if i date them i'll feel bad about that well, so this is the weird thing. So Sony still owns the Everybody's Golf, Hot Shots Golf IP name, or they own the IP. But Clap Hands has now moved moved their games, uh, for as far as we know, to um, Apple Arcade. So if they revive this franchise, this IP, which I hope they do, give it to like Japan Studio or something. Or uh, Japan Studio's gone. So who are you gonna get? Like maybe a team of Sobe? Do they still exist? Hopefully, they they can make Astrobot and uh, and everybody's golf VR two. Um, all I know is that somebody has a huge opportunity to bring in whether you like golf or not. The games are really fun, and especially with social integration, um, they're they're a lot of fun with friends and can get a lot of people uh, playing a lot. So I just I just hope that there that there is some hope. For wait, this wait, wait. Is is the game on the on Apple Arcade? Is that called Hot Shots Golf or Everybody's Golf? Um, that's a good question. Because I because thought then, it, if if it was if it is, and that, then that's owned by Sony, and Sony just technically made a uh, technically made an Apple Arcade game. <laughs> so, well, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, maybe I, it was called. I don't. It's either that or it's Clap Hands Golf. But that is an important question to answer. Yeah, what the, what this means to me is that uh, is that Sony's just probably gearing up for like some new everybody's golf thing. Potentially, let's fucking hope it's a hybrid game, right? That for PSVR two uh, and for PlayStation yep. five, and then you can do cross play with flat screen gamers and VR gamers, and you can play with a with Dual Shock or, or Dual Sense just by tapping the buttons, or you can get in there with your orb control, uh, your orbs, still calling it orbs, your sense controllers, and actually swing the club. However you want to play this is this is I just feel like they they've they they did a lot of experimenting over the past few years, and now they're going to bring it all together. They're going to switch it up, right? They're going to do the Nintendo Switch model and just put everything that's kind of working together into one thing that really works. Uh, so that's we'll that's see because it's a one. completely different gameplay style. So one's know. you know, so that would be really weird. But let's just hope they bring it back or somebody else swoops in and makes a really kick-ass golfing IP. We already there's that Golf Plus, but I know nothing about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna. If this uh, IP is gone forever, though, I'm gonna. Be, it's gonna sad sadden me, um, because it really was good. And do you think it symbolizes like a change of the culture or a change of the direction uh, that Sony is going overall? Um, maybe they felt, feel it's a time for a change because they're making lots of changes. Are they gonna maybe bring back a a new golf IP or or bring back everybody's golf as a live service game? moving forward oh, like maybe. i just feel like there's a lot of changes going on and we're starting to see some of them 
That I mean, to be honest with you, that would be great. I, I think that if everybody's golf was one of their many planned live service games, great. You know, maybe it's time to put these other ones to bed. They tried charging for individual individual courses. They tried charging for I don't know what they tried charging for, but it would be really, really nice to have like this persistent golf game that we can play for an entire generation and not have to really worry about you know a sequel coming up mid generation or you know oh the VR version or the flat screen version or whatever. They just get they just get this one massive golf game that they continue expanding on. Uh, dude, I'm I'm absolutely totally fine with that because I I do feel like Hot Shots Golf slash Everybody's Golf slash Everybody's Golf VR is one of those games that you could play every single day. And, uh, and and if they give us an incentive to play it every single day, then I, by all means, man, make it a live service game. Well, all right, man. Well, rip to everybody's golf. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was clap hands golf. But I think it's time, Brian, that we talk about the main event of the evening, and that is PSVR Dose. <laughs> Two? Yeah, that's what I okay. said. Yeah, P- I mean PSVR two always, always no no comprendo. Don't make don't make me get Alberto Mapon on you, Holmes. <laughs> Necesito mi gato porque uh, I don't I don't remember Spanish. It's been like twenty five <laughs> years since I took Spanish in high school. Hmm. All right, man. So one of the things we've been talking about here and there, as we got little uh, drip fed news bits about it, was this uh, GDC presentation last week. Uh, that was basically all about Unity, or actually put on by Unity, saying how you know how their engine works with PlayStation VR two, and, uh, and and until just a couple of days ago, you know we, we were dealing with a couple of uh, stills, some some photographs that people had taken. Uh, you know, a few people were saying uh, you know mentioning what happened at the panel, uh, but it wasn't until just a couple of days ago that the entire video was. Uh, was revealed online and now you can actually go and you can just search it up pretty, you'll find it pretty easily and you can watch the entire like hour-long presentation uh, and, and find out everything that they said uh, step by step during this really boring dry PowerPoint presentation yeah I mean boring if you're not interested in it all <laughs> at all but I was interested in it and uh, <laughs> the last of us golf um, yeah I know there was there was like you know, some of it didn't really apply to me. Some of it was like for developers and developers speak. Um, but there's, I think, a lot of stuff in here that made me go, whoa. Like, it made me envision, like, able to just see more clearly that there are some really, really special things about what they showed off uh, during this presentation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I mean, kind of, we, we can summarize all the stuff that we talked about really before uh, very quickly by saying that, you know, they talked about foveated rendering and uh, which, which as we all know is really make sure that the, the, the center of the screen, this, the thing that you're looking at has the highest resolution and everything outside of that slowly becomes lower and lower resolution as it gets to your peripheral. Uh, and that really frees up a lot of the processing power. They're saying that basically uh, the CPUs, everything's moving at two and a half times the speed. Um, it, free, it frees up two and a half times the processing power uh, with foveated rendering and right. with some examples, three, uh, 3.6 times Six. faster when combining that with eye tracking, because as we all know, if you played resident evil seven on the OG PS4, uh, in VR, you saw how foveated rendering worked without eye tracking and you just had to stare straight ahead for it to work properly. And it was like, not really <laughs> fun, man, because that's not how eyes work. You always, your eyes are always kind of darting around. And so if the game can kind of know, or the headset knows where you're looking, then it can move that focal point 
of resolution with your eye movement, and it works really well. Um, or, or what? Well, I'm sorry. I should, I should, re I should retract that. I haven't played a headset with eye tracking. My fingers are crossed that it works really well, and that there's not a huge delay. Well, this uh, is the first headset that they've announced that is going to have this foveated rendering and eye tracking uh, capabilities. Uh, so this is a big deal. This is a huge game changer, and um, it's not just about the graphics. Um, it's not just about the graphics, what it can do for that. I mean, they did show off some some different really cool things. Um, they also mentioned that the way the headset like can uh, it can reproject uh, to like 120 frames per second from 60 frames per second. So there's a lot of cool smoke and mirrors tricks that developers are going to have now. Um, but yeah, one of the coolest things, if not my favorite thing from the showcase was that they actually demonstrate the eye tracking in like working um and they show three different examples they show one where the 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 headset now this is uh this is the unity stuff so it said that like you know results could be slightly different with psvr2 but this is the unity stuff that can be used with psvr2 so uh you know results may vary but one of the biggest concerns i had was like how fast can can the eye tracking work and they actually demonstrate it in three different videos doing three different things and one of them is just for selecting objects and it's like rapidly moving around and selecting different objects that they're looking at um the sec the second one was the magnification where they look at the objects and they're and they're like blowing up they're going like whoop uh and they're getting a lot bigger and then the third one was actually using it in conjunction with the controllers and they have like the controllers sticking out straight but then they're looking to the left and they're selecting like little uh tools and buttons um and like you see the you see where the controller is and then you see this line like curve a hard left and be able to do that so that shit's going to be really really cool yeah uh i i mean i think everybody uh, should be able to understand why this is so important uh, because we've all sort of just dealt with this VR jank over the last, you know, five or six years. Uh, just yeah. we, we, it, you, you get to the point where you're like, oh, it's VR. And like, you know, you try to pick up one thing, you accidentally pick up another thing, or you try to access one thing, you accidentally access another thing. And just, you know, when two things are close to each other, it becomes an issue. Uh, and so just having having this additional uh, feature where like if, if the game knows where you're looking and, and can focus on that, then it's much easier to pick it up. It's much easier for the game to know what object you're trying to pick up or interact with. Uh, and so... Uh, I think a lot of the eye tracking usage will actually be like uh, subtle things that as the player, you're not even going to really notice as you, it's, it's something that just makes the game work better and feel less janky and sort of start getting rid of that VR jank for the first time in years. Uh, and I, I just don't think that eye tracking is going to be something that we're like, Oh, look at this amazing eye tracking. It's just going to be like, Oh, look how well this game plays. And we can actually, and we can thank eye tracking, uh, for, for it being so, uh, for it feeling so polished. So not only is it for like the gameplay, the graphics, one of the things I can't wait to see is what this is going to do and what it could potentially do for accessibility and people that are disabled. Um, you know, imagine, you know, having limitations and with your arms and stuff or legs and imagine being able to experience games 
and have full, like really nice controller inputs using your eyes and being able to do stuff like that. What that could open up for the potential of accessibility for, for, uh, you know, handicapped or disabled gamers. I can't wait to see that as well. I think that's a huge deal, uh, and, and has tons of potential, um, and gives, you know, people with, uh, disabilities, the ability to enjoy these experience and have full control over there and have these awesome immersive experiences, uh, especially when you see people like, you know, it, uh, basically using the eye tracking and the, and the things that that's going to open up. I think, I think that's just incredible. And I can't wait to see who's going to have some really like breakthrough things. And um, I, I'm just so happy for that, for, for the potential that that has and can't wait to see. Right. And, and it goes so far beyond accessibility or even just the simple examples that we've given so far. Uh, it's, it's always awesome when you see a, a manufacturer release this technology. And then within years, there are developers just utilizing it in ways that you never would have thought possible. Uh, like the, just things that aren't on my radar or your radar are, could just very well become commonplace in games uh, moving forward. So I think that's I, I think the more features you kind of give to the developers, uh, the cooler shit's going to become faster. And yeah, man, accessibility is such a huge part of that, of course. Yeah, like being able to look at a forward button or a back button or a turn button and, and just being able to like look at those things and, and control, man. Yeah, so much option, so many options. One of the big things that they start off with in this presentation uh, is called single pass rendering. And uh, one, it's something I've been saying for, for years and, and, and possibly somewhat inaccurate. Single pass? Single pass? Multi-pass? <laughs> uh, single pass rendering. Uh, like when Alec was on the show, he said, you know, one of the one of the ways you can brute force your way into VR, make a game VR, is by is by you know basically forcing uh, the game to render each eye separately, and that way you have two different perspectives. Now, this is something that was definitely the case at the beginning of PlayStation VR one, and that's why, like you know, so, so many uh, AAA developers, whatever, didn't get on board. They're like, there's no way we can make this thing fucking run. Um, but I, but you know, as you get further and further along in the life cycle, and we see things like Hitman Three, and we see things like Wander, and we see just how amazing things can look from studios that are certainly not gigantic. Um, it's it, things that you can see how things have progressed, and uh, and something that Unity is doing is called single pass rendering. And uh, they say it reduces the CPU usage by traversing the scene only once while rendering for both eyes, uh, meaning you don't have to render the world twice. You, it's, it, you're, you're basically saying, hey, you know this, uh, you know, you know this flat screen game. Well, we, we, our process, our engine makes it much easier to put that into VR without rendering the world twice, one for each eye. And yeah. there's a, and there's a big part of that. Uh, that's also that also plays a part in the social screen output. We were just talking last week about the social screen output and saying, well, how is foveated rendering? How is eye tracking? How is all that going to like show on the social screen? Because, I mean, you, you know, AJ and I review games. We kept, we're constantly capturing footage for games, and and if and it's already we kind of already have to keep our head really still. You know, even when you're playing things like Beat Saber yeah. or Stride, for just so it doesn't look like absolute garbage on the social screen, like when for the video you guys are watching either on stream. I got a really, 
really tighten that headset to make sure it doesn't shake around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough, you know, like when you're running and you're trying not to move your head very much just so that you guys can enjoy it a little bit more. So can you imagine on top of all of that, if if, if the focal point of the screen was moving around, like if, if like, oh, now, now this part's in high res. Oh no, now this part is, now this part is. And it was just constantly blurring out different segments because of eye tracking and foveated rendering. Well, part of the single pass rendering is also gives you control over what's seen on the TV. Uh, and that can be the left eye, the right eye, both eyes simultaneously, uh, some third person view, some other camera view and not, and still again, not kill the CPU completely. And so for, for content creators, this is going to be super, super important and also play a big part in asymmetrical games. Right. Okay, so, you know, asymmetrical games is one of the very PlayStation five or PlayStation VR two or PSVR one is one of the few places where people play VR, uh, in front of a television or in front of a couch, right? It's a very living room atmosphere because your PlayStation 5 is hooked to, hooked to a TV and so, and usually in a living room or a bedroom of some kind of like some kind of area of comfort. And so like asymmetrical games are going to be more popular on PSVR uh, because of that and because of, you know, Unity's ability uh, to, to do the single pass rendering. Yeah, they put an emphasis on making, a, tr saying that asymmetrical gameplay will have, tons of more improvements on psvr2 and i think that's a that's going to be something that um has yet to really be figured out we've had a couple examples of games but but if that's something that a developer can crack the code and you can make fun party games where it actually like like is like addicting and fun and makes you want to come back and do it more um there's been very few examples uh on the first gen that we, we've seen a lot more games that have uh, someone in the headset, some people in the room, and nobody ever uses those. Um, but there's been some exceptions. I myself love playing picture party VR with my girlfriend, and uh, I, I know it's like a, it's like drawing Pictionary with your head. And but we have a blast, man. I think it's a really, really fun game. I've played it in the Discord too with the cats. Um, <clears throat> there was another example of a good. Oh, uh, somebody mentioned this too, uh, like the Angry Birds thing. You know, it was it was good. It was solid. I didn't think it was like a um, the most enjoyable from the flat screen, but that's just because I like being it in the VR headset more. But um, but yeah, more ways to interact together with someone in the headset, someone on the thing uh, that can only lead to good things because that is one of the barriers uh, that kind of you know holds some people back, especially people with like a lot of people in their family, a lot of people in the living room. Um, that can that can be something that holds people back from from playing together more often. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you caught this. I'm assuming you did because because uh, I think we were both paying quite a bit of attention when we were watching this. Um, the the interesting thing about uh, Unity talking about their engine was saying how specifically on PlayStation Five, uh, it that's it's much more efficient than the engine has been prior uh, on on other platforms. Uh, and so this isn't related to foveated rendering. This isn't related to eye tracking. Uh, it it is it is just their their engine being way more improved and way more optimized for PlayStation 5 specifically, saying the frame time for the GPU became 14% faster on PS5 and the CPU main thread performed 32% faster. And so again, like, you know, you start doing math and you start saying, okay, well, so their engine <laughs> alone on PlayStation 5 is better than it's ever been. Uh, and you're getting all these improvements. 
but then on top of that, then you add Bovia rendering, then you add eye tracking, then you add right. whatever else, single pass rendering. And it's like, holy shit, man. It's like 4K games. Here we come, baby. Like in, in, in not 4K, like Quest 2 games, like 4K, beautiful PlayStation 5 console quality experiences. Like we yeah, were talking man. true next gen graphics when you start combining all of these things. Pretty fucking revolutionary. Games, games that look, you know, games that look more in line what PS5 games look like in vr that's gonna be crazy man i mean with all these tools it they're certainly making it sound like and they're demonstrating here that that is not just like a a, a dream but like something that could actually happen and likely is going to yeah uh um, we're, kind, we're kind of jumping all over the place aj you, you take 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 the lead where do you want to go with this next oh uh shoot man i don't know um oh, well, i mean there's <laughs> Well, you know, they did, you know, some of the stuff we've touched on before, um, you know, the, the 4K, being able to have 4K gaming, but with with the high frames per second. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, they did talk a little bit about the haptics in the headset yeah. um, that they want to be able to, um, like, like simulate like head collisions and stuff. And, you know, uh, I thought that would be, uh, was an, was an interesting conversation. He was talking about, I thought he, I remember him saying something about like, um, being like submerged in water or, or coming or surfacing mm-hmm. and like imagining like, like popping your head out of the water and feeling like the water drips, you know, that combined with the, the visual of the waters on the lens and then, and then like your headset vibrating a little bit. Yeah. Um, just a lot of different examples and they they did they try to give some examples but they also are encouraging developers to do um to to get creative with it uh but but yeah man there's just so many so many possibilities and um oh yeah dude Explo- yeah. explosions out in the distance would rumble like sliders explosions closer to you would be much more intense i do i do one of my least favorite things about vr games i mean i've got a list but one of the things i hate uh is when you like you the game thinks you're putting your head through the wall and instead of just being like uh don't do that or like or or i hate when it pushes you away or i hate when the screen goes black this they're saying that like a very very effective means of keeping person in the play area is by just giving a little thunk like when it when the player hits the head on the side on the wall like dunk like and they say a, a little impact like that is enough for people to go oh I didn't realize I was so close to the wall, like your virtual wall, <laughs> right? Because right, uh, I mean, because that—that's all you really need, uh, and I think that's going to be way more effective and like way less immersion breaking than like p- making the screen go black or suddenly you slide into the room because you put your head against the wall. I fucking hate that so much. Yeah, I like how they said that they experimented with the headset vibrations first as a comfort thing, as mm-hmm. to help with maybe motion sickness and then they're like but then we figured out it's also really like fun and immersive as as well and and made for you know now we can make explosions that you can feel uh from from like a distance or from close up and and different things and i was like yeah so it will be interesting to see if that actually does help with comfort as well um you know i could i could totally see that being a thing uh, the last the last note that I took, because, I mean, again, I watched the entire thing and I didn't want to go through it, uh, you know, with a fine tooth comb and like just sit here and just, uh, just right. regurgitate it all for you guys. Uh, the last thing I found that was super interesting was uh, when they were talking about the controllers themselves uh, and how the uh, adaptive triggers are going to be so effective in VR. Now, obviously, if you played 
uh, plenty, you know, play PlayStation five games already. If you played horizon or uh, returnal or whatever else, um, you've already experienced some very cool moments with the adaptive triggers. Uh, what I loved hearing about was how if you have a bow and arrow and you want to simulate the, the tension on, uh, on, on the string, what the, what the fuck is it called on a bow and arrow? <laughs> the, it's the bow string. <laughs> the bow string. Is it string? Really? That's it? So, so yeah, you pull back and, and like, obviously they can't make your hand. They can't pull on the player's hand or push the player's hand. But what right. they can do is when you're holding down that trigger, they can fight against your finger and make it, you know, actually like cause like some fatigue where you're like, oh man, like, you know, if I take this shot, cause this is like pushing back against. And so you get, you sort of get this almost like a workaround sense of immersion by saying, okay, even though it's, we're not pulling your hand, uh, we are pulling your, we are pulling on your finger and it, in, in your head, it could be a very, very similar experience. Uh, and I, I think, I think that's going to be amazing. Cause I was in my head, I was always like, yeah, you know, like everybody loves bows and arrows in, in VR games, but there's always something missing. And I think this could be the thing that was missing. Yeah. I mean the crunch of the adaptive triggers, that's what I always call it. The crunch feeling, uh, I've always loved. And I do think it makes it more immersive. I think Returnal is one of my favorite examples of this. Um, I love the way Returnal just takes advantage of all the PS5 features as much as possible. Um, but yeah, he actually gave a warning saying that, you know, while, while this is amazing, he actually warned developers, maybe you don't want to go too crazy with it because it can cause the fatigue that you mentioned. Um, I'm usually like the kind of player like, and it was interesting that they mentioned, um, a couple things. He talked about rock climbing in horizon, uh, forbidden West. Mm -hmm. And then he talked about, I think machine gun fire in rainbow six siege. And I'm like, I'm wondering if he's talking about these for like a reason specifically, like if there could be, you know, we already know that there's a horizon call the mountain on the way. Um, but I wonder if there's like, it almost made me think, is there, could there be a rainbow six siege as well? Like, is he using these as an example, uh, for a reason, but you know, that's probably just reading too much into it, but we'll see. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love these features. I think they do add a lot for immersion and, and fun gameplay. And I'm, I'm sure there'll be an option. Developers will have the option to turn it off, turn it on, you know, make it uh, a, a high intensity, low intensity. Um, I think options would be the best case scenario here. Yeah, it, it was fun to see them warn about fatigue uh, and yeah. actually, like, oh, if you have if you have big climbing sections, you know, this this might just wear the player out. I was like, that's pretty cool, man, because we're a bunch of gamers that like to be worn out in VR. So having the potential just come from the controllers to be worn out. Like, I mean, you know, obviously it's different than sweating and shit, but still, I like I like the potential of all that being there for sure. Yeah, AJ, I just been... can't wait. I can't wait till they use the eye tracking to give you your your jump scares and stuff. Or mm -hmm. you know, there's there's a lot more they went into here. I know we're we're running out of time here, but um, they they did talk about a little bit more about like being able to check the pupil diameter and um and being able to do things like change an environment with the blink of an eye or like you know staring at NPCs and and they react to it in a like certain way. At them um yeah yeah and obviously when we play multiplayer games we're gonna be able to like wink at each other or make like wide-eyed expressions and stuff and then you know when you talk they can have the avatar mouth move so it's just gonna open up a lot of stuff um that's gonna be really cool to see aj you've been gone for only a few months <laughs> 
but hopefully you haven't forgot how to play PSVR tour questions. Like yeah, I know. No, no, felt like a long time, man. Felt longer than a week, that's for sure. All right, man. We'll put your thinking cap on, and everybody in the chat help this guy out because he's gonna need it. He's he's out of practice. He's got twenty yes or no questions to figure out what PlayStation VR game I'm thinking of. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this keeps showing up in the in the microphone, but Dave Station sent me uh, an R two D two Tamagotchi, and like, dude, this is like a daily routine of mine now. <laughs> like, it is a part of my life now. So thank you, Dave. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just whistle. It whistled at me. It whistles at me all the time, and I'm like, what is it, R two? Did you hear that? No. I did. Oh, noise, okay. noise canceling. Are you ready? I am ready. Well, I told, I forgot. Oh no, I, I remember what game it is. All right, on your market set, go. Is it a horror game? No. Okay, I like Nick the Game Cat How kicking things off with "Is it Paper Dolls?" I like it. Um, <laughs> is like it? Uh, that would have been a good pick. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, is it? Does it have move support? No. No move support. Does it have aim support? No. Okay. Um, is there flying in this game? No. No. Okay. Uh, so Dual Shock only, most likely. Most likely Dual Shock Four only. Uh, did it come out within the first two years of the PSVR lifecycle? No. Is it based off popular IP? Uh, yeah. It is. Can you craft or mine in this game? Says Tom Fleshy, your gaming. Can you craft or mine in this game? What if you can one, do one or the... No, no, I'm not going to... No, you can't. Or. It's or. It's not and. It's or. So if you could do one of those, it's a yes. And I said no. <laughs> okay, so you can't do the, either of those. Um, let's see here. Uh... Is there, are there rodents in this game? Says Ben Dawson. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are, but I can't think of. Yeah, probably. Okay. I can't think of one specifically, but I, I'd guarantee it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Are there rodents in this game? What a question. He said it's not horror. So, um. Let's see. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go kind of random here. Uh, well, let's let's see. Is it uh, is it an action game? No. No. Is it a puzzle game? Yeah, I'd call it a puzzle game, and that's ten. <clears throat> and it's based off a of popular IP. Uh, somebody asked this earlier. Who was that? So I'll just go ahead and ask. Are there falling blocks in this game? Not to the best of my recollection, no. Okay. Um, let's see here. So it's a puzzle game. Is it... Um, did this developer make other VR, PSVR games? Yes. Hmm. Is it based off a movie? Uh... Not based on the movie, no. Not based on a movie. But it sounds like it has some similarities. Um, yeah, don't let that trip you up. Oh. 
let's see here. Not be. Don't let that trip me up. Um, <clears throat> is it made by Tequila GameWorks or whatever they're called? Tequila Works. No. Okay. That's all right. It's it's a popular IP. It's not Groundhog Day because they made Tequila Works. They're, that was made by Tequila Works or is it Tequila Works? Is what they're called? Tequila GameWorks. You know what I'm talking about, anyways. Yeah, you got me confused because I'm thinking Tango GameWorks, uh, but no, in Tequila Tequila Works. Yeah, Tequila Works is Invisible Hours and uh, Groundhog Day. Is it made by Ubisoft? No, that's fifteen. 15 we're running out of time guys two minutes left two minutes at least we got a little bit of time um let's see is there i'll just go with shades here uh all right all right i'll ask if it's multiplayer is it multiplayer nope is there multiplayer in it no batman has move support this is uh this is dual shock only um there's no flying most likely, because I, I said, is there flying in it? Squadrons would definitely have. Uh, other is, uh, let's see. Um, ooh. Ooh, I like it, Super Galaxy Godstar. Um, mm, I don't know if that counts as them making other. Is no, because he said it's a puzzle game. Uh, Super Galaxy Got Stars oh, okay. is Hitman Three. I don't think it's Hitman Three though. Um, let's see. One is minute it, left. Is it in, is it in first person? No, it's not in first person. Is it a? Is there platforming in it? Uh, I would say there's some platforming. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many guesses do I have left? You've got one question and a guess. One question and a guess and a running out of time. There's a puzzle platforming. Um, uh, does it have simple looking blocky or simple? I don't know. Uh, does this game have a simulated Game Boy in it? It's not pixel rip. No. Well, I was thinking along together, but it's not along together. You got you got a guess and you only get 10 seconds. Uh, I was thinking, let's see, is it kittened? It is not kittened. Uh, it is instead. Oh, it could be Psychonauts. By Cortopia Studios. Oh. Down the rabbit hole based Ooh. on a very popular IP of Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I hate this game. Not based so on much. the movie. But there was a movie. The movie was also based on this. Um, and uh, yeah, puzzle game, third person, dual shock only. Uh, yes. Way to give me another reason to hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah, and it was Cortopia who also made ones, which was Ugh, even worse. <laughs> yeah. Even worse. Yeah, pretty terrible. I, I hate, I hate Down the Rabbit Hole. I don't think it's a, the most horrible game ever, uh, but I really do hate it. Um, um, Wands, I think, uh, is really terrible. I think Wands is pretty bad. Wands came out like six years too late. <laughs> like, and, and what I mean is that it was like it was a pre PSVR game, I think, and then uh, and they ported it over. It was like it's pointless. Um, 
This, however, I actually enjoyed a good percentage of. Uh, I do think that it, for a short game, it still drags way too long. Um, and uh, it was okay. I think I gave it a seven. I was probably being generous. If I was to re-rate it, it would probably be a 6.5, maybe a six. Uh, <laughs> Old Darth says, scraping the barrel. Yep. I mean, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> like, I, I thought this one was going to be pretty easy. Uh, this, this is certainly not an obscure game uh, by any stretch. But, but, you know. Anyway. Anyway. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It's a good one. Uh, thank you so much for being here and, and dealing with uh, the, the craziness over the last week or so. Uh, it's obviously been a tough transition on without parole, uh, but but you were so so amazingly welcome to, uh, to 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 Wes and Miles on Friday, and of course Alec on Monday, uh, and, and and hopefully we've made at least one or two of you happy by bringing uh, AJ back on Mondays. Uh, <laughs> don't forget. Thank you to those. One or two people. No, there was more than one or two people. Thank you to those uh, who reached out to me and uh, said you missed me. I missed you guys too, man. And uh, really appreciate you know just all the support as always, man. And uh, yeah, happy to be the Monday co-host. And yeah, exciting things in the works coming soon over on the underground. So keep an eye out for that. So don't forget to subscribe to AJ over on PSVR Underground. I want to say thank you to everybody who helps this channel run. Jay, meow, for getting these things up on Spotify and podcast services. Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry for all the timestamps, all the mods for making my life so much easier. Hibsy over there running, practically running our news channel. Dude, make sure to join us over on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, nothing but good times over there. We got Sunday multiplayer meetups, all sorts of good shit. Don't forget to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash without pro games. Uh, get your name on that list for just $3 a month and get access to voice chat over on Discord. And on top of that, $5 a month exclusive video content, which I promise you I'll be bringing you more of over the next few months. Um, as I love you guys so very much, thank you to everybody who hung out during the chat today. Thank you to everybody who donated. Thank you to everybody who helped AJ on PSVR 20 questions. Uh, and thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We love you just as much. AJ, are you ready to retake your rightful throne? So I got to because y'all are so bad at it without me. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to. I don't think we're going to do it on Wednesday and Friday anymore, man. It just yeah. it loses all impact. Well, cue, cue the Monday cap, right? Because I want to say see you hey guys Wednesday. A happy West Day to Ash VR, the groovy game cat. Peace out, y'all. Hack the game cat. A new was lit up in here. Cable double phone. The last out game cat. Meow, 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 meow. Twitter, the I love swordsman now game cat. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Swordsman hype, man. May 26th. Let's go. Make a Souls game. Since studio. Nick the Game Cat House says Reese's Pieces. Blue Jew, the underground game cat elite name squad in the house tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, glad, glad you enjoyed the show. Brax Bro says, as always, uh, in case I don't see you later, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Guys, on fist bump to you. Tom Flesh Eater Gaming, much love to you as well, my friend. Shades of Great Matter uh, says, great show. Thank you so much, man. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, so good. Get ready for Wednesday with Wes on Friday. Miles Dyer night. Uh, yes, stay metal. Uh, Tom, uh, shades of... Wait, no, I've got you. i got you. you. Alberto, my bomb, the game gato. The VR grid in the house tonight. What up, Ryan? Good to see you, homie. Uh, GB, the Abreed Dreams cat says, yay, Jay. Piatrek F, bye to you. Sid Seattle, thank you so much. He said, is it iToy Pets? I still have that thing. Uh, I still have my PS3 iToy. Um, oh, yeah. Larry... Larry, Larry, choo, 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 virtual strangers, laters, man. Good to see you, homie. Uh, all you are is history. So, yes, we hopefully are making your Mondays suck just a little bit less every Monday. 
guaranteed. <laughs> One of those. It's either going to suck or suck a little bit less. Scott Jessica Peace in here of LPS VR GameCap for life. Later, homie. Atmos VR 77 Vargle Soft. Good to see you guys. Y'all have a wonderful rest of the week. I will see you again soon. Proud dog. You as well. Meow. Yo, and don't forget to wish Tornado a happy second birthday. Happy birthday, Tornado. She just walked away. She's like, I don't fucking care. That's a typical <laughs> cool. cat. Typical New cool cat. for school. That's right. Good night, everyone. We love you. Meow. <laughs>